Hello, and welcome to another bonus episode of Oops, We Broke the Multiverse podcast. I'm your host, Anthony O'Neill. To my right, doing something weird with his mouth, is Sean Cruz, and across the table is Anthony Gabba. How's it going? Hey, hey. Wow. What's up, girl? So, Sean, take it away. Why, what are we doing on this boner episode? <laughs> the, what? What? The the bonus episode. No, no, no. You're, you're getting thought, this mixed up with our Playboy podcast. I Ooh. thought I heard. Okay. So uh, we're playing Boners in the Dark. Sorry. <laughs> Blades in the Dark. And this episode, the whole point of this is just kind of give you an intro into the game. Explain what we're doing. You may or may not have heard of this game before. Uh, so we're going to give you this uh, kind of introduction to it. And then we're going to be playing it for a series of episodes. So Blades in the Dark. It's uh, developed by John Harper. It's published by Evil Hat Productions. Um, before we get into the game itself, why don't we talk about what was interesting, what caught our attention? Why is this the first game we're playing? Right. So I'm sorry, I'm still laughing about boners in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tell us, yeah. Sean, why did you pick this game first? Okay. No shit. Uh, we made a big list. <laughs> Of games, we're like, oh, this would be cool. This would be cool. None of us knew anything about Blades in the Dark. Am I right? Nope. Nope. Yeah, we were I, just like, what a cool fucking name, <laughs> Blades in the Dark. Like, I heard about it once from somebody, but I didn't really get the concept of it. Yeah. So it was just like, oh, that sounds like a cool game. And cool. mind you, like the list had cool shit like Star Wars and all this other yeah. stuff. And I'm like, Blades in the Dark. <laughs> Let's start with that one. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so America. I, I uh, actually, uh, you guys bought me the book, right? I- you got you, me, Anthony O'Neill. Yeah, O'Neill bought, bought the him book. the book. Yeah, it was your Christmas yeah. gift, you cocksucker. You. Oh, my God. <laughs> Anthony O'Neill bought me the book for Christmas. And so uh, because I was showing interest, in it, I was like, you know, what? I'm going to do that one. That's going to be my first one. He bought me the book. I started reading it. And, man, it's so different. Like, I'm I'm pretty inexperienced as, as it come, pertains to, like, role-playing other games than D&D. But uh, I'm reading through this. And I'm like, wow, the mechanics are new and different. I'm just like... Jack Skellington, what's this? What's this? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> it's it's such a cool world, um, and and looked really fun. So I mean, that's what got me about it. And you guys were just kind of along for the ride, I guess, huh? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Well, <laughs> well let's explain the world. So, uh, Blades in the Dark takes place in kind of a Victorian era sort of city. After a great cataclysm happens, it knocks out the sun. And so it's always dark in this city. And when the cataclysm happened, it also fucking released the barrier or opened the barrier between the living and the dead. So there's not only ghosts and evil spirits, there's also demons and shit running around this world. Um, Society rebuilt itself and they've caught up now to like where they're in the Victorian era, as I said. Steam era. Yeah, kind of steampunky. Yeah, a little bit. Um, there is some, you know, basic technology. Um, they built a wall of lightning to keep out all the spirits and demons and shit, but there are still ghosts and whatnot in the city. So I kind of imagine it like Ghostbusters with their proton packs. Like that's what the walls made out of. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, exactly. How fucking cool is that? Yeah. Like steampunk Ghostbusters. So how do, yeah. How (laughs) does this come into the story? Well, you know. Because society is trapped in these walls of lightning and any city you go to in this world is going to be covered, you know, have that barrier. Uh, You know, everybody's pretty much, uh, you know, rats in a cage, you know, (laughs) 
like so it gets really heated crime these are crime ridden corrupt cities and there are a bunch of different gangs that run these towns the one that we're focusing on is called duskville and in duskville there are you know noble families there are high-powered gangs there's um low you know lowly gangs such as ours silent but deadly that we're starting out with mm-hmm. um and your whole goal of this game is to kind of you know get to the top you know r- climb that ladder to get some power so your life doesn't have to be quite as shitty within the walls that, that's kind of one of my favorite things about this game is that it reminds me so much of playing like grand theft auto san andreas where it's just turf war all around the entire thing because there's Fair. so many different gangs and factions and shit yeah and it's just like I'm like I feel like yeah fucking San Andreas yeah one of my favorite games when I was a kid that I could never actually play at my house because my mom didn't <laughs> let me play it because it was a very violent game and you shouldn't <laughs> let kids play that game it is yeah. a very violent game yeah yeah it, that's a great analogy the other one I used was like gangs of New York yeah that one yeah. Too. fucking love that movie and like oh how cool are all these different gangs and each of the gangs have their own little gimmick Right. And they're cool mm-hmm. names and stuff. So in Blades in the Dark, um, they're kind of like in Dungeons and Dragons. And I'll compare this to D&D a lot just because uh, I think that's probably one of the more popular role playing games. We have character archetypes um, in this game. It's the cutter, the hound, the leech, the lurk, the slide, spider, or whisper. Pretty simple. And then if you die, you could become a spirit. You could become an undead uh, vampire. You know, there's other cool stuff. So you don't when you die, you don't necessarily die, which is kind of rad. There's no easy exit to this game. No. Nope. You're stuck forever. Yeah. Yep. Duskville, yeah, is living hell. When you say use the back door here, we're talking about something entirely different. <laughs> so for God our damn. game, for example, uh, in our game we'll be playing, we've got uh, Anne Marie as a slide. And that's kind of like um, they use more persuasion or trickery. Um Deception, those kinds of things. They're very good with people. They're good talkers. It's... it's uh, fun character to be o'neill you are avarice which is a lurk mm-hmm. right give us a little overview of that a lurk is a shifty thief like character who isn't very good with people but he is good at hunting people he's very good at setting traps ambushes uh good with the blade very good at like just kind of blending into his own surroundings even when he's like out in the light yeah. Which there's not much light here in Duskfall, but like in a tavern or something where there is actual light, he could just blend in the crowd because he's just a nondescript uh, human. Although he does look like he is from the Isles of Hawaii, which in this game it's called the Dagger Isles, which is where he's from. All right. Thank you. And Gabba, your character is called Mr. X and he is a leech. What is a leech? So a leech is kind of... Uh fancy alchemist basically he plays with all sorts of potions his main weapon is his bandolier full of uh concoctions you can carry a few of them with him his blowgun works too he puts syringes in there fill it with chemicals <laughs> what's a bandolier you know like the old western movies like the belt across the chest Bullet that help. has bullets in it oh, okay but instead of that it's you, got slots for vials you've said that every episode so far and in my head i just think of like the guitar like the old loot kind of guitar but like a banjo yeah but like i don't know i'm 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 stupid uh, well we'll work around it yeah um we'll make up for it so yeah and they're uh you know not necessarily fighters up close fighter from a distance he deals in you know like 
uh, poisons and things. They're actually the purveyors of drugs in this town. Leeches are in, in Duskvale. So they're very like, I'll, I'll get you, motherfucker. But I ain't going to slap you. <laughs> like, I'm going to get you in other ways. Better fucking check your drinks. I'll give you the tickle, but I ain't going to slap you. <laughs> yeah. I ain't going to slap so that pickle. In the game, you know, you create a gang. And your character, you know, in D&D, we always create these heroes. They're going to save the day. We're going to beat the dragon. We're going to beat the evil dark lord. Uh, that's not this game. You are the assholes. You are the villains trying to, you're, you're cutthroat. You're trying to get, climb that ladder. Right. So, um, you, when you think of your character, you're, you're like, what kind of skills can I use to fuck somebody over basically? And all these archetypes are built that way. Same with the crew creation. So we have assassins, bravos, which is like fighters, um, a cult straight up cultists. All right. That sounds like fun. <laughs> Hawkers, shadows, and smugglers. So uh, we chose assassins, or I should say the group chose yeah, assassins. We chose assassins. Right. Mm-hmm. And their gang is called uh, Silent But Deadly. Now talk about like a special feature of like, what can we do in this gang? Yes, please do. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, so usually what happens is if you kill somebody in this town, like there's bells that go off. They call them the death bells and... Death Eaters show up, and I don't know. They're, they're not they're Death bro- Eaters. Yeah, That's not a sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Death Crows show up and just alarm everyone to that there's now a dead person there and a ghost is going to come up. So it makes like kind of heists or like other kinds of trickery really hard because there's no real way to get around the whole death thing except for we are assassins. Our little gang is a group of assassins, and we've learned through ritual how to get around the bells not going off and the death crows not showing up. And yeah, our ritual is one of a kind. Yes. You'll hear it in the episode. Yeah. (laughs) No spoilers. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, yeah. Essentially when somebody dies in this city, you know, they're going to come like you were saying, and they're trying to prevent like more spirits from entering the city. So they actually, um, use those spirits and they throw it right into the electric fence basically to power it. So if you die, your soul, your spirit is going to be part of the protection wall. Um, so it's kind of crazy. They're kind of like the electric company, <laughs> but far more morbid. <laughs> anyway, one of the cooler, um, features of this game is the action. Okay. So any of you that have played D and D, you know, you know, rolling for initiative and all that stuff is a fun mechanic in D and D, but it can also be very tedious and drag the fights on. When you do an action uh, in this game, you can just say, "I want to do this action." The GM will figure out, okay, uh, is that a risky position, control position, desperate position? And based on that, you'll roll some d6s. You only use d6s in this game, and um, and then you make your roll. Those rolls are based on, or the amount of dice you get, are based on the skill sets that you put on your character sheets. And we'll we'll, we'll be able to post some links maybe to the game and to uh, some of these free downloads that Evil Hat has on their website, which is super cool. It's very easy to get started on Blades in the Dark. You buy the book, you download the free content, and you're on your way. So um, yeah. shout out to them for making it so easy to get into this. Give them the website. I mean, we'll post it too, but you can tell me yeah, what it is. Yeah, it's, it's evilhat.com. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Check it out, folks. They got more games too. Yeah, they, they all do. look pretty awesome. They, they do. Yeah, they have a lot of good games. Yeah, yeah we're going to ride that bitch. We're going <laughs> to get up all in every yeah. hole. We'll um, eventually so have then, to pay some royalties. But. So with your actions, you know, um, you tell me how they go once you do them. 
um, you'll have what's funny. And you guys may have noticed this is that you're set up 50% of the time you're going to fail. So a one through three on any roll is a fail. <laughs> so 50% of the time. But the cool part about this game is you have ways out of it. Mm-hmm. You can help each other with your, your roles. You can do what's called a devil's bargain, which is when uh, the GM will say, okay, you failed, uh, but you still want to succeed. Tell you what, I'm going to do this in the, in, you know, to you, which is probably a setback, but you succeed in that thing. You want to do that? Or your buddies can give you uh, dice to help out with your roles. Mm-hmm. So um, then, then the other part is a flashback. So the players can be like, cool, um, I'm going to do a flashback. Think Ocean's Eleven, right? Where uh, you see them do something really awesome. And you're like, how the fuck did they do that? And they pop up and like, ha we we outsmarted you. Um, and then they would do the flashback showing here's all the work they did to get to that point. You as a player can say, I want to do a flashback. I, uh, you know, we actually did think about that and here's our conversation. So it kind of cut scenes back. It's a really cool mechanic. So, um, usually these scoundrels are going to figure out a way to get through it, even though the odds are kind of against you all the time. So, um, last thing I think, uh, I want to talk about is kind of how is this game different from D and D? And we've sort of brought that up a lot. Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot less rules, less math, and the mechanics are easier. The job and activity setups take a little more time. The action goes smoother. There's no initiative. And the game flow, I would say, is pretty easy. Again, they they, they say it's more like a conversation than, you mm-hmm. know, really kind of breaking out your pencil and your rulers and getting, you know, all the math done. So after playing it, what are your first impressions? We've already played a few sessions. Uh, how do you guys feel about it so far? Well, just like you said, like, you are set up for failure here. Like, I like you touched on, like, how one through three is an automatic fail. Four and five aren't necessarily a good role either. That's true, yeah. Like, those are still, like, you succeed, but there's a consequence that happens. Mm. Like, the only true role where you do something perfectly and get away with it is a six. You have to roll it or else, you know, you either fucking flat out fail or you succeed, kind of. Yeah. You kind of do it. Yeah. One out of six rolls is going to get you a, a... you just did yeah. what you said you wanted to do. Two <laughs> Otherwise, of, you're gonna you're gonna have a complication. Two out of six. It's like having sex with me. Like I did it, but you know, wasn't the greatest thing ever. <laughs> right now, yeah. I have and, syphilis. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you got. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. What do you think, Anthony? Uh, I think it's a lot of fun. Definitely, the biggest thing for me is less math. I, there's, I love D and D to death, but there's way too much shit to count in that one. <laughs> Oh God! It, it gets it gets a little overwhelming, especially when you start getting into the higher levels, mm-hmm. you know. And at some point, it feels like some of the roles end up like there's no point to it, you know. Like a rogue with you know twenty dexterity, you know, with all the bonuses they get, you know, fucking plus fifteen to your roll. Like who cares, you know? Yeah. And it's such like D and D, like not to, not to shit on D and D because it's a great game, um, but like it's so such a popular game now that people have just been moon maxing everything you know like taking the minimum amount of stats for like their weak stats and just maxing out their like best stats and then just running shit like that well that's fine if you're just playing the game yeah but if we're trying to do you know more like what we're doing yeah it's we're, gonna be more interesting to fuck up your stats a little bit yeah and we're, we're, we're trying to do that here on oops who broke the multiverse podcast is like really just tell a good story mm-hmm. Let we want to make it entertaining but also yeah, we're yeah. learning. You're learning. learning. 
Yeah. Let's I, fail that's together. That's a very good point about the stats because I don't have like monster cards and stuff in this game. Yeah. Like based on what you're doing, I will say, yeah, the the monster, the, the you know, the person or whatever died. Uh, you don't as a GM, it's easier to do. It's easier to GM this game than it is Dungeons and Dragons because you you know you have players that are super strict about. <laughs> Like, hey, that, you know, th- that monster can't do that because they may have played with that monster before. It's like, oh, my goodness. You're, you're far more imaginative, creative here as long as you're within the boundaries of Duskvol, right? So, okay, well, um, that pretty much wraps up my take on the game and, and kind of, you know, uh, where we are so far with Blades. Uh, we haven't finished our campaign, obviously, yet, but, uh, you know, we'll keep going. If you guys have any questions about it, be sure to comment on any of our social media. We're happy to answer what we know. Patreon. Or point, you, point you in the right direction. Absolutely with the Patreon as well. <laughs> Creating a community. That's the best way. All right. And thank you for listening to Oops, We Broke the... The Pultimurse. <laughs> the Pultimurse. Thanks for listening to my mama's purse. Modcast. <laughs> <laughs> And thanks for listening to Oops, We Broke the Multiverse podcast. Woo! You did it. I did it. <laughs> I'm a real boy. This is going to be great. Yeah. It's going to be a great podcast. Yeah. Oh, man. Listen to us. Please pay for our Patreon. <laughs> I swear. So I can get the help I need. <laughs> he needs speech therapy pretty badly. Again. Mm-hmm. <laughs>